guys, this is Benjamin and welcome to another episode of the Big Apple School podcast where the goal of this show is to help you improve your English listening skills by, of course, listening to us. And today we have three guests. So our first guest today is... It's Elena. Excellent. And our second guest... Katja. And last but not least... Ur is here. So Ur is in the house. Welcome uh, back. So guys, I just need to mention that we have a new format for our podcast. So it's going to be around 40 to 45 minutes. And you can join us on our after show. And you can find the details about the after show on the Telegram chat. So just have a look at Telegram and yeah, follow the instructions there. So you can join in on the conversation. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about gender stereotypes. Ooh, so wow. yeah, can be a bit controversial, but it's still a really interesting conversation. So gotta tread carefully on this one. Yes, exactly. Tread on eggshells to use an idiom. I think you all know that idiom, yeah? To tread on eggshells. Yeah, like be careful. Exactly, to be careful. Well, let's start about work. So gender at work. So what jobs? Let's just dive straight into it. What jobs are deemed as appropriate for men? but are inappropriate for women, in your opinions? Or do you feel that all jobs... Oh, we are going straight into that. Okay, straight in. Let's just go straight in. Well, some people believe that, you know, women are not cut out for certain type of physical jobs. Mm -hmm. And in this case, you know, it would be uh, like miners... Uh, loaders, you know, like everything that has to do with some physical, physical activity. Strength, yeah. Know, yeah. So there used to be some sort of a stereotype that women are not cut out for um, being a pilot, which they proved absolutely wrong because now we have more and more female pilots. So, but yeah, I personally think that if you can do a job and you can do it well, no, it doesn't matter what, what your gender, gender is. is. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I hate to be an airplane nerd, but I love being my, <laughs> just a little fat, so... Back in the old days, when you when you had to steer a plane, it was really heavy sometimes. Maybe it had something to do with that. Whereas now, it might have. Whereas now, um, it's we only joysticks. Yeah, yeah. But remember, during the Second yeah. World War, there were pilots, lots of pilots who were women and yes. special mm -hmm. teams. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And they were great. Yeah. So yeah. why not? Well, so they were the pioneers, you know, yeah, showing yeah, like, indeed. we can indeed. do it. Yeah. We have a female pilot mm -hmm. in Turkey, like yeah. around the First World War. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she has uh, she has one of the pioneers, as case, episodes mm -hmm. of yeah. female pilot. So it also depends on the type of plane as mm -hmm. well. So for instance, in five oh, Ben is just going into that. <laughs> okay. We only have 45 minutes, okay. Benjamin. <laughs> I know you All love right. talking about planes. <laughs> okay, maybe another time we can talk more about planes. But yeah. okay, yeah. So, so what do you think? Previously, engineering uh, wasn't uh, meant to be for women, but uh, lots of women uh, proved that they, yeah. they mm -hmm. are able to do that. Or I don't know. Or uh, scientists, maybe. Scientists. Uh -huh. Remember, uh, Mar Mar Mary Curie. Mm -hmm. Yes. So one I mean, of the greatest pioneers, yeah? You know, we still... So what we have to deal with in this case, it's not what uh, women or men can or cannot do. Mm -hmm. It's more about the attitude that a lot of females are facing. I have a very good example when it comes to education and work. So I have a friend, stunning. Like, she looks stunning. She has long hair. She's wearing dresses, heels, always makeup. Really gorgeous. So, and she was attending the courses in the pre-COVID era, so mm -hmm. everything was offline. And those courses were in programming. Mm -hmm. 
And so, and there were some guys like, oh, how come that you're here? You know, so what is, what is your job? Like, what do you do? Are you like a journalist? Are you in humanities? And she's like, um, I create robots for German automobile factories, like BMW and Volkswagen. Cool. And they're like, the what now? And I just love this moment when women kind of like, you know, break the mold. Mm-hmm. When they kind of, you know, like show the hey. Stop this condescending looks and everything. Like, we can do whatever. Right. We are here, yeah. Oh, like, remember cool. the jokes uh, about, uh, I don't know, women talking about uh, physical engineering or uh, something like that. And when the uh, men approach, they were like, okay, let's talk about makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of sexist yeah. in a way. Sure, but yeah, the topic that we discussed yeah, today, it's... Yeah, well, it's, it's a sexist uh, topic. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Would you feel safe if a woman was driving the bus? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about driving, uh, lots of women are more careful drivers and it, it's proven. Yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what they drive, cars, trucks, whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> so they can. Uh, so very uh, often it depends on a person, you know, of course. it doesn't matter what the gender is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but speaking of, you know, like jobs and everything. So you've mentioned Marie Curie, you know, mm-hmm. and this is like just one of the people well, very few people that we know about, but what is kind of annoying if we look back in history and, you know, in science back in the day when it was supposed to be that, oh, you know, women cannot be good in science. And what makes me so infuriated in a way is that there were so many situations when women discovered something, but men that they worked with got all the credit and got the Mm. Nobel Prize. We've Uh got Jocelyn, uh, what's her name? Jocelyn Bell Burnell. So she's the one who discovered pulses. We've got oh, uh, yes. Rosalind, mm-hmm. Rosalind Franklin, the DNA helix. Mm-hmm. We've got Ada um, Lovelace, computer algorithm, Vera Rubin, dark matter, Lisa Meitner, nuclear fission. So, and this just, you know, the beginning of the list. All of these women did something, you know, outstanding. So, but they never got credit for that. Instead, the men they worked with, all their like supervisors, their colleagues, got Nobel Prizes for all of these inventions and discoveries. That leads us to our society and the where, uh, the, where we brought up or we were brought up and where uh, we live nowadays. So it's changing a little, yeah, by uh, step by step, it's changing. But still, we have stereotypes and uh, some jobs uh are thought to be for men and for for women, yeah. But actually, you know, it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. So even now, when we believe, you know, how, like, come on, gender stereotypes, we live in 2022. Men who, let's say, are nail tacks, they're looked at, like, really, your nail tack? Like, why? It's a a girl's job. They're like, how? how? Like, Uh what if I just enjoy, like, doing that? So it kind of goes both ways, too. Yeah. Which is annoying too. Yeah, what, what jobs? Yeah, so you mentioned the nail. I guess you could say nail technician. Well, you said mm. nail tech. You said yeah, but well, yeah, nail yeah. technician. We yeah, can exactly, shorten it for yeah. like nail tech, mm. exactly. which is actually a good um, moment because I know that in Russia, a lot of people when they try to translate, they're like nail master. So we don't say master, we're like nail. Yeah, that's, tech. that's really good that you mentioned that. Yeah, because like a lot of but the word uh, master. Can we say manicurist? <clears throat> yeah, I think you can actually. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. 
But so I saw it somewhere. Yeah. Because the word master mm-hmm. in Russian is mm-hmm. kind of like a <laughs> one size fits all mm-hmm. word. Yeah. You can use it for hairdressers. Yeah. You can use it for tattoos. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you use the word master in English, usually it means a different well, thing. Yeah, yeah, you're in a position of authority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it has yeah, of, yeah authoritative connotations to it. So yeah. So, but jobs. Yeah. So uh, men, which jobs would you say? Um, are not suited to men or not culturally considered to be suited to okay, men. Okay, teachers in kindergarten. Yeah. yeah usually, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, we can't find teacher, men yeah. who teach uh, kids. Uh, I right. teach kids, yeah. I mean, I teach in the kindergarten. kindergarten. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, there are no men. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, for some reason. Unless suppliers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you true. can say beauticians, maybe. That's yeah. that's also true, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nail techs. Nail techs or the beauticians, mm-hmm. skincare specialists right. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, there is um, like a deep lying reason, you know, historical reason that for some reason when men work with kids, mm-hmm. they looked at like, why exactly do you have such interest in kids? This is not normal. Who says so? Why is it? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So you have no questions to dads, but suddenly when a man mm-hmm. wants to work in a kindergarten, you have ones? Oh, yeah. Where's the logic in that? Well, it's a fine balance because you do have to be careful with um, with kids. Definitely, like you Mm. do. I definitely do think that teachers should have like Mm -hmm. really strict vetting, especially if you work with kids. Mm. But as as long as the teacher can go through all the vetting procedures, I don't see why it should be any absolutely yeah problem. Yeah, but yeah, it is still a stereotypical thing that uh, if a man uh, works with kids, probably he's a pervert or something because it's not, I don't know, their nature or something. Maybe some think... anger management problems. They can mm. be careful with the kids while they're just. Maybe, I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. It's a good idea to have like if you work with kids, it's just a good idea to have a camera in the classroom mm-hmm. so there's no. Mm-hmm. Oh, in general, it's a yeah. good idea to have a camera because in case there's some sort of misunderstanding, conflict, footage, you know, says yeah, it all. It's important. That's there. And it's always there, and yeah. you can prove yourself. It, it's it, your... And it's kind of you know, it's safe for both sides. Both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. It protects everyone. Yeah. All right. So teachers, um, beauticians, nurses, I guess. It's becoming mm, more. I mean, I've met a lot many. of. Mm, yeah. There are quite many men many. and uh, women. It's naturally, but yeah. men. Well, are... the Russian word is medsestra. So what, med brat. Oh, you can say med brat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. nurse, it's both uh, for men and women in English, but in yeah. Russian, so we have uh, like sestra, brat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the history of Russia is really interesting because you had the Soviet Union, a lot of oh, men yeah. went to war and they died, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and a lot of women had to pick up the slack. They had mm-hmm. to pick up the jobs that were mm-hmm. previously occupied by men. Yeah. So this is why just statistically we have more women in the industry, like, you know, right now. But if we look at other countries, I think there's like basically no difference these mm-hmm. days. But what is interesting is that Despite the fact that, you know, there are both genders in the medical area, mm-hmm. when there is, let's say, a young girl who comes to the patient room, very often they would hear something like, oh, that's okay, I'll wait for the doctor. And they're like, I am the doctor. The doctor. I'm not a nurse. <laughs> I am the doctor. And this is the second stereotype about each, actually. Fair because, enough. Yeah, uh, lots of people think that uh, younger specialists are not wise, not good enough, and not qualified, not, not yeah. qualified mm-hmm. at all. Yes, but well, that's that's another side. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not really about gender, but 
It's yeah. more about the age, yeah. yeah. Maybe another time we can cover that. I mean, I don't know if that's Ageism. a whole... Yeah. Uh -huh. I don't know if that... Well, maybe we could do, I don't know, stereotypes about age. Different... Yeah. Oh, we actually, we actually have yeah. had an episode on stereotypes and we covered uh, stereotypes. stereotypes about age. Mm. I mean, like, oh, we did do an ageism we did. one. We oh, did. We've done so many good podcasts. I know, right? So definitely, guys, our listeners, have a look at our long list of podcasts, which you can find on our website. But I think if we talk about gender stereotypes in workforce, I think we can't but mention uh, the concept of glass ceiling. So mm. are you familiar with the concept? Yeah. Can you define it for our listeners? My belief is that, well, I believe it's, this is how you define it. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it means that you are, women are given the impression that they can achieve a high authoritative position, but there's this invisible barrier that stops them from achieving a Going high to the very top, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. This is what it is. And um, this this term actually first appeared, you know, in like feminist theory and everything. And what kind of makes me glad is that nowadays this glass ceiling is slowly breaking. You know, it started with, let's say, a crack. Well, it depends on the society, society of course. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I mean, there are still, you know, very patriarchal. How do you say this word? Patriarchy. Yeah, yeah, you said it right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So societies, but it's kind of, you know inspiring to see that nowadays very often there are female CEOs and everything and I don't know about Russia but in the US if you go to Google map you can actually see like click on a special icon to see which businesses are female owned Bond. if mm -hmm. you want to kind of support you know female owned businesses so it's kind of you know makes me makes me glad that there seem to be less and less you know like um difference maybe or like stigma or something between male and female ceos and mm. heads of companies and everything yeah so that's a good that's a good tendency that we're heading on well, yeah. yeah i hope one day we won't have that female male or business or whatever profession will have just yeah profession for a person yeah whatever gender you are yeah well let's move on to the military so in israel as uh -huh. you might know, they have a conscription, the draft, uh -huh. for both men and women. So most countries that have the draft, the military draft, meaning that you get called up for military service, it's, this only applies for men. Do you think that countries that have the military draft should call up women? I think that people should have a choice. Yeah, if they want to. Like, like the way it is in they the US. Yeah. You want to yeah, go yeah. in the military. It's not, there's no like necessary draft or something. Well, let's, let's say like like Brazil, for instance. Brazil, they have um, they have a mandatory military service. Mm -hmm. Let's just, we're not talking about like whether you want to join it or not. Do you think that if you have a mandatory draft that, or do you think Brazil should mandate women to, to join as well? That's a tricky one, but you know, I be, so if we look at Israel, um, a lot of people there, you know, they're glad that w both like men and women go through that because it makes you, well, let's say a tougher person and everything. But I think if that is implemented and if, you know, women are called up and everything for military service, it should be organized and well thought of. Because unfortunately, we still have uh, a lot of cases of like crime happening over there. Abuse. Mm. Oh, abuse, yeah. Abuse, yeah. yeah. In, in Brazil. And everything. <laughs> So solve these problems mm -hmm. or don't make it happen. Yeah. Mm. But 
And again, in Israel, it's like three years service. I think for men, it's three years, two years for women. I think it's like that. I think if it it was like a year, that would be more bearable, (laughs) you know. But yeah. But I believe that people should have a choice like they do in the US. Military, it's like you want to go into the military, you go. And do you think women should be allowed to go onto the front line of a conflict? The wars that we do had, yeah. So they showed that they can. Women can be ferocious. You yes. know, like yeah, as Kate said, in the United States Army, I guess they served in front line in Afghanistan. I guess mm-hmm. like the medic or like the mm-hmm. corporals or like the surgeons, staff surgeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So female soldiers were kind of mm-hmm. in the combat, in the action. Yeah, it's, right. it's it's a whole yeah, it's yeah, it's a big huge debate mm-hmm. that's all over YouTube and all over the internet. So. Nowadays, there are quite many women in uh, military service, yeah, but uh, they are mostly what? Uh, they're mostly in medical. Um, yeah, medical no, role. Not in the front yeah. line. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe supply, mm-hmm. yeah. Something logistics. like this. Yeah, logistics. Mm-hmm. Like drivers. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, something like this. And uh, this is good that uh, there are women and mm-hmm. they, uh, I don't know, they collaborate with men uh, in, in, char- uh, in charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it could have could have been better. better. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess nowadays we have more modern warfare, so mm-hmm. you don't really need to get yourself involved in hand to hand combat like mm-hmm. perhaps you would have had to do in the Second World War, for instance. So maybe that the need for strong men. Well, you still need strong soldiers. Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, being a soldier requires strength, hell of strength, a lot of yeah, physical yeah. strength. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, obviously, yeah. and mental strength, and mental strength. And yeah. Mental yeah. strength. yeah. Some people so, say yeah. that women are stronger there. I mean, yeah. well, I guess Mentally, women do yeah. have to mm-hmm. go through mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. painful events in, in life. life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right. Yeah. Well, every month, I couldn't imagine having that. Every <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that's- yeah. They say, yeah, that women can endure more pain, more yeah. physical pain. Yeah, perhaps, do you know, perhaps you're right, actually, because you, <laughs> women are more accustomed to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, I mean, not everyone gives birth, but I, I could never imagine, imagine giving birth. That, that oh, my God, pain. have you seen the experiment? Yeah. So nowadays there is this sort of a, like a tool or something. A birth simulator. Yeah, yeah, a birth yeah. simulator that can give a man a chance. The to, false possums that to, they're to, having. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they I have like a too. scale from one to ten. And the same with like not only the birth simulator, but the, the period pain. pain. yeah. And, you know, there was like, you know, a, <laughs> I, I saw this video, I found it hilarious because it was a guy and he's like, I cannot bear it anymore. Please turn it off. And they looked at a girl like, how are you doing? She's like. I would be fully functioning going on a workout and working. You know, what you're talking about? It's just like a two out of 10 or a three out of 10. He's like, no, it's not. Would, it's like, do you, you want to feel what a 10 feels like? Would you give a go for that? Would you like try that? No, no, no. no. Personally, I no. don't want to do that too, yeah. So I wonder how it works. Kudos to you guys. So, right. <laughs> how, how does it work, the simulator? Do they have like a belt which they put yeah. around the yeah. waist? Yeah, and yeah something like that. Like yeah. It punches you. you. Like electrodes and are electrodes, like... Electrodes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this sort of thing, yeah. I think, stimulate the back, uh, belly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. yeah. All this like the, mm-hmm. the low wraps... Yeah. Do they have Abdomen. one in Novosibirsk? I'm not sure they have like <laughs> in many <laughs> 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 Yeah, 
<laughs> so yeah. Maybe in Moscow. I don't know. For our Moscow listeners, let us know if you have a if you found a birth simulator. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so moving away from birth simulators. Do you believe that there are any gender roles that should be taught to people from a young age? Or no. do you feel that people should just grow up to be... Leave them alone. Leave the kids alone. Leave the yes, kids alone. Yeah. Leave the kids alone, yes. yeah. You know, it's... it's um, again, I'm happy to see that it's kind of, you know, this sort of tendency is dying out that... Oh, you know, women cannot run the show in the family, you know, so they should be the housekeepers, the co- like responsible for cooking and everything. Well, you know what? No. I, for example, I grew up in a family where everything was shared. Shared, same, uh-huh. same. <clears throat> so I'm let's saying, say yeah. my dad was cooking, my mom was cooking, whoever had the time, you know, did the thing, did the chores and everything. It did not matter at all. Like, you know, whether that was my and mom. And they didn't complain about it, Absolutely right? Absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. It was just, you know, like... Way of living in a just yeah. regular way of living, yeah. You communicate, you decide, you know, who's going to do what and everything. Yeah, our yeah, parents yeah. grew up in families where the gender roles were important, still important. But uh, when we uh, were born, so it it changed tremendously, I think. Yeah, because uh, my grandma told me stories from her childhood and from uh, her uh, youth or when uh, it it was really, um, I don't know, uh, really important to follow some, uh, I don't know, morals. The social norms. Yes. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but his, well, we are, the society and the world is changing. So earlier it used to be, you know, totally, well, not just totally fine. It was the norm that... A man is the breadwinner, so yeah. he's the one who brings the money, you know, and everything and su- supply and support, you know, financially, the family. Woman is the one who gives birth, mm-hmm. keeps the house, you know, clean and everything, cooks and everything. That was just the way it was. Now, we are not limited. We do not have to have a family if we don't want to. Mm-hmm. So we can choose whatever we want to be. How so, do you feel yourself more comfortable? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think since our society is changing... We don't need these gender norms. Well, you know, like the roles the anymore. Right. Absolutely yeah. not. You're right. What about um, clothing? Do you feel that? Well, yeah. Tell, yeah, tell me shit, what you think. Sorry, yeah. mm-hmm. but same thing. Like, why? You know what? Since we, I'm sorry if I'm taking too much time of our podcast, no, but that's still, right, that's right. Um, there is a story. You know, when it comes to gender stereotypes and everything, so. I saw a video of this uh, of this girl. She has a daughter. The daughter is like two, three years old or something. So which means that uh, the only way to recognize the gender of this baby is by clothing. And she said, what I've noticed is that when my daughter's wearing jeans and everything and she's running around and people think she's a boy, they say, mm. oh, look at you. You're so fast. You're so strong. Because they think that's a boy. But when she's wearing mm. dresses, everyone, all the compliments she gets is, oh, look at you, you look so, so cute. cute, you're so beautiful in yeah. this yeah. nice princess, dress, yeah. such a princess. She's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, mm-hmm. these gender stereotypes are, you know, kind of bombarded on our kids when they're still babies. Like, why? So... Do you think there's any healthy elements of gender stereotypes? Do you think there's any good sides to it? The there, there was definitely, but nowadays, as uh, the society developed, the economy developed, and uh, we uh, the the boundaries somewhere are faded a little. Yeah, 
So I, I guess technology I has changed a yes, lot of a things. Lot, a lot. I think that stereotypes kind of limit the freedom. So you can do this, you can't do this. Yeah. In Absolutely, a way. Just yeah. limiting you in a so way. So before yeah. that was the a question of uh, survival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Housekeeping for yeah. women and uh, breadwinning for the men. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would wanted to say about That's mammoth. Right. Yes, <laughs> but anyway, Sorry. so the same. But yeah. there are there are some. Sometimes it gets to. Let, let, let's bring it to the more controversial points. So, um, bathrooms. Do you feel that there should be separate bathrooms for men and women? I think so. I, I guess would say yes. yes. I guess yes. Mm-hmm. Because of the hygiene. Yeah. I'd most say. importantly. And you know, um, I love it. I love the way it is done in the US. So, because there are um, men bathroom, women bathroom, and gender neutral bathrooms, yeah. which are for one person. One person. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe that sometimes people do not feel comfortable. Well, let's say we still have non-binary people. They do not identify as men or women. So, and for them, for example, they wouldn't feel comfortable. Or let's say sometimes there are, uh, let's say, women who, you know, have short haircuts and they're very often perceived as men. And they're like, you know, um, I'm sorry, this is the women bathroom. And they're like, I am a, a woman. woman. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just want to, you know, just spare all that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and just go to like a gender neutral bathroom or something like that. Well, I guess the reason why the separation exists is because there are some bad people in the world. We can't really I mean, avoid that. Yeah. That they have always been, they will always sexuality be. Sexuality can't be avoided mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I'm not and yeah, I think I think it's because of sexuality the reason why. Yeah. You know we what's have interesting about bathrooms? Yeah. Uh and coming back, you know, for a second about gender roles and everything. Have you ever noticed that there are baby changing stations in women's bathrooms? Bathroom, family in, bathrooms, but not in men's not bathrooms. Bathroom. Yeah. So society kind of tells us what they who they think should be taking care of the baby. And that's another story. But there are so many men who look after their yeah. kids and Absolutely. Uh, not not only just one day thing, yeah, but uh, for I don't know. I mean they a, take paternal leaves, yeah. Yes. Like pater- paternal yeah. leave, yeah. yeah. Paternal leave. And it's a uh, not only about European countries, it's about Russia as mm-hmm. well. I know one guy who took a paternity leave just because uh, of uh, some uh, financial matters, because he... Uh, uh, yeah? Yeah, why not? So, But you know what's fun, though? When these guys... Well, again, about the praise they get, mm. they're like, oh my God, you took your baby to a doctor and everything. Good for you. You're a great father. You're mm-hmm. a great guy. This is so just called parenting, parenting. people. <laughs> Like, come on, don't praise the bare minimum. But another side is that I recently read a story where a guy took a baby to a doctor and everything. And they're like, where's the mom? He's like, at work. So I'm taking baby to a doctor, like a checkup and everything. And she just started, you know, like, oh, you don't know how to hold a baby. Oh, you're not, you can't do this. And she was so annoyed. And he's like, what's the matter? So, and she just, she just told him something like, well, I can't do it right now. Just come back with, with the mom of the baby. And he's like, what the hell? Like, what sort of like I'm the biased fa- I'm the father, attitude? Yeah. yeah. She thought that mother can take care of baby like, better than uh-huh. the... Uh- like, what the... Why? Come on. It's a very strange situation, yeah. I wonder what the woman would have said if he had said something like, we're a same-sex couple, so we're, we're wow. two family of two dads. She would be like, <gasps> oh no. Well, we talked about bathrooms, and I guess we all kind of agree that there should be some separation mm-hmm. for, for the reasons that we've explained. Um, 
What about prisons? Do you think that men and women should be in the same prison no, block? No, no, no. I don't think so. Same yeah. reason. Uh-huh. Same reason. The crime, the abuse, the rape, no. It's too dangerous. <clears throat> or what about if someone decides to change the gender? Do you think that that's the tricky one? So transgender that's... in a... Uh-huh. Mm. Because so there have been some really because if you go to prison, you're not exactly a law-abiding. Oh, we are trading on thin ice over here. Yeah, this question has brought up so much debate in the US, and it has been you know discussed for like years now. So ooh, that's that's a tricky one. I mean, my first, I, I would just say, unfortunately, no. Um, can't mix genders in prisons because of there's going to be so much violence and it's, absolutely and absolutely unfortunately it's like that but you can house people in different parts of prisons i guess so if someone is like private cells or kind of uh, yeah maybe not um solitary confinement mm. but a special wing of the but not in the general population yeah, yeah. yeah because it can cause big problems i remember this point was kind of uh not discussed but shown in a TV show Orange is the New Black it was a moment Orange is the New Black I never yeah, saw yeah. this so yeah, it's about, about it's about um, women's prison yeah uh-huh. it's about women's prison and there was uh, there was a girl who was like a transgender and first of all there was a lot of violence towards her like oh you're not a real woman and everything so it kind of showed you know different sides of that so yeah and what it's like to be a transgender in a, in a prison so it's rough yeah well, prison's rough anyway so it's like add another like whole new level to it yeah i think yeah prisons it just has to be a separate part of society because if you go to prison usually you've done something bad not always mm-hmm. not necessarily always but usually you have so i think in for- yeah i think we have to separate um genders in prison well let us know what you think so anyway um let's think what else we can talk about Clothing. Clothing. We talked about that a little bit. Well, tell but me. But not would, enough. Would you think, what would you think if I came in with a skirt? Okay, so you know what? It's very interesting because I've discussed this topic with my students just, you know, this week I've had several classes on the topic. So if we think about, let's say, the 30s, the 30s, women were not allowed to wear suits, were not allowed to wear trousers. Moline Dietrich was actually arrested in uh-huh. Paris for wearing a suit. So, so, and when she did that, you know, that caused real backlash. Since then, things have changed. So now we women can wear whatever the hell we want, but not men. So in this, why are there, you know, these double standards? Girl is wearing jeans, men's clothing, whatever style. If a man puts on a skirt or a dress, oh my God, he's like mentally sick or something. To hell with that. And I really love seeing that there are a lot of people now who are kind of, again, breaking this mold. Like, um, if you feel... I, I personally believe that if you can pull it off, mm. whatever the hell you want. Yeah, comfort. why not? Why not? <laughs> it's well, just a matter of... I guess like, we are a little bit far away from just changing our clothes <clears throat> as men. Then the women are open uh-huh. more than men in a way, I guess, right? 
Nowadays, the girls wear whatever they whatever want, they want. Uh, just because they uh, had to fight for that. Mm-hmm. And men, they didn't have to fight for that. And uh, they actually... Because uh, we've never been in that yes. kind of situation before. So, so that's, that, that's, that's why yeah. That's why uh, nowadays, uh, so not in many minds, mm-hmm. that thought appears. And so mm-hmm. that's why there is no kind of uh, wave to change that. But yeah. I can yeah. see, you know, like little by little, step mm-hmm. by step. So a lot of guys I know... They get their nails done now. At first, it was considered to be like there was a lot mm-hmm. of stigma towards it, you know. <laughs> An alternative yeah, way to get <laughs> my nail pride, my nail boys, them, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, but you know, it started with little things like earrings, getting your nails done, some mm-hmm. accessories, you know. So, and it's getting, you know, they get more and more freedom. Not in Russia, sometimes when it comes to clothing. Artistic people, so they uh, they I, show designers, trend, maybe, yeah. designers. Yeah. I mean, um, Harry singers. Styles, Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller, adorable uh, photo shoot when he wears a dress. Absolutely. that oh my goodness, but this you looks know, so beautiful. It's another yeah. side. Like let's say when Harry Styles was, uh, so he was on the cover of Vogue last year, or like two years ago, and he was the first man to ever appear solo. On the mm. cover of Vogue. Until that moment, men had only appeared on the cover of Vogue with women. But the thing is that he was wearing a dress. So, and that got the, the pink one. Uh, might the, have been. Yeah. But I the remember. thing is that okay. um, that caused huge backlash. backlash. And people were like, mm. oh, well, too bad he didn't make it on the cover of Vogue not wearing a dress. And he had an interview about that. And he's like, I'm more about like comfort, style. You know, I don't want to shut out Harry the whole style. Styles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with a name, you know. Yeah. So he was just saying, like, I don't want to shut out the whole world of, like, great clothes and everything. Like, if I can wear what what I want, why not do that? But he's so stylish. Yeah. He's, like, wow. Extravagant. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in the, I love the way it is done in the US. It's because in there, you wear whatever you want. People will not, will not look twice at you doesn't matter you know it's mm. all you, it's your freedom japan is one of the representative of, if we talk about tokyo yeah so uh in the center of tokyo yeah uh akihabara or other uh districts yeah so where the uh, cosplayers walk where mm-hmm. there are so many my goodness so there is mm, i forgot uh there is one um account on Instagram and uh, people used to like take photo shoots or mm, the, mm-hmm. uh, the couples they hear uh, they, they see their or uh, they just uh, their solo representatives mm. not the cosplayers just uh, sometimes uh, fashion designers mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. Uh, the people who just like to be extravagant mm-hmm. yeah who just like to mm, show off a little yeah so I believe yeah. that we should just give Adorable people the freedom. You want to wear a dress, go for it. You don't want to, don't. Mm-hmm. How would you define, a more basic question, how would you define masculinity and femininity? That's not a basic and a simple question, I think. The basic, but also very deep, paradoxically deep question. That's, that's not a question I would have an answer to. Because every person has both femininity and masculinity in them which just shows in different ways not necessarily clothing or actions or something but you know for some reason we also have some sort of well a belief that feelings are gendered and when a man cries they're like oh that's femininity in you 
No, that's <laughs> that's that processing. <laughs> that's that's feelings, and it's okay to have feelings. Like, stop it. So yeah, yeah. Typical thing: men don't cry. Yeah, bullshit. So, Sorry, really. but they do really cry. Is. Yeah. It happens. And that's <laughs> it what, happens. <laughs> so wait, Benjamin, what do you think on the topic? I would say femininity. If we have to define it in terms of like essential nature, I would say it's more like wind and water. Whereas masculinity is, on that? is more like um, earth and um, fire. Fire. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not fire. I guess maybe femininity is more like fire, wind and water. Whereas, could you please elaborate on what you mean? So, well, females tend to have more estrogen, and men tend to have more testosterone. What do these two hormones have? What 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 is estrogen? It allows your emotions to to flow more, and emotions it's a neutral thing. It's a positive, it's neither positive well, or it's negative. It's biology. It's biology. What is testosterone? I guess maybe strength. Yeah. So speed. Yeah. So perhaps well, both of these, all of these elements are required. You need these elements to complement one Fair one enough. another. Yeah. And yeah, it's if you take one away from the other, they kind of In everything balance. falls apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I would define femininity as aesthetics over masculinity. So whatever they have is more aesthetic than we have. So that's why most of the time when a man wears a dress, it doesn't look good. Well, they- because, it's, because it's not aesthetic, you know, you have a hairy chest. Unless it's a kilt, you know, yeah. like a Scottish kilt. Wait, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, yeah. well, again, when the it comes to clothing and everything, you know, yeah. there are a lot of debates. Like, come mm. on, Greek gods wore, like, you know, dresses and Greeks wore dresses and togas and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To each their <laughs> own. Yeah, yeah. You but know, there's no such thing as a 100% masculine male and there's no such thing as a 100% feminine woman because you have... You have your base, your base, so you're either more, well, you, you're born, I hate to say it, yeah, you're born either with a willy or <laughs> with a you-know-what. <laughs> but you can be a more effeminate, <laughs> you can be a more effeminate male or a more masculine woman. And and sometimes people are, are born hermaphrodites mm-hmm. and they, they have the, you know, they have both. I think it's more about like, how you act and how you feel personally. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't think anyone should restrict people necessarily if they mm. if they don't want to. Absolutely, that's, that's the objective thing we can take away from it is, yeah, let people do what they want to do. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. According just the the law. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Within 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 <laughs> reason. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think that's coming up to forty minutes. So. We're going to leave it there, but we're going to have an after show, like I said, at the start of the podcast. So definitely check out the details on the Telegram chat and we're going to we're going to speak more on this subject and you guys can participate with us. So don't forget to check out our website, which is www.bigappleschool.com, where you can find more interesting podcasts, videos and more information about the courses we offer here at the school. And also be sure to check out our social media platforms, including Telegram, VK, etc. So that's it for today, guys. That was Benjamin, Or, Katya, and Aliana. We'll see you next time. See ya. See ya. Thank you. Bye, Bye for now.